Welcome to Money with Alpha, where I share simple tips for how to make, save and invest money while also connecting your values with your lifestyle so you can achieve the life you really want. You will also hear interviews from real people as they share the ups and downs of their money journey. After all, we are all on a journey and what better way to learn about money than to hear what hasn't and has worked. Hi and welcome to this week's episode of Money with Alpha. This one's pretty jam-packed, juicy one, and it was it's born around a conversation that I've been having um, in the last few weeks with friends and clients and and other colleagues, and it's around why does money feel so hard? And it's an interesting concept because the answer could be slightly different for everyone, but the kind of core premise behind it is money just is something that a lot of people avoid. Um, we procrastinate over. It's something that we just generally find too hard to deal with. It gets put in the basket of not happening. Um, and the only time we ever talk about it is when our accountant or bookkeeper asks a question. And so, I wanted to delve into some of the five reasons or the five steps, I think, that that exists and it's around shifting our emotions around money as well. So when you think of, I think of a lot of the words that come up is, you know, there's shame, there's guilt, there's overwhelm, there's confusion. There's just so many negative emotions around money. Um, and how do we like shift the dial over to be more excitement, joy, contentment, uh, confidence even? And happiness. So it's what, what do we need to do? So the first thing really is challenging your beliefs around money. And I'm sure you've all heard the term like perception is reality. And it is very much that, that concept around, you know, we perceive money to be a certain way. And so therefore it is. And then we have experiences in life that reinforce that. And we're like, yep, see, that's why, that's why I don't like money, or that's why I'm not good at money, or whatever the, the story happens to be. And it generally originates for us personally from our childhood. So the experiences that we have directly, things that have actually happened, all the things we get told, the amount of those money doesn't grow on trees or money is the root of all evil or all of these sorts of nonsensey terms that have just, they just get repeated. And I think half the time, we, a lot of the people who say them don't even really think about the words that they're saying and certainly not the impact that they're having because they heard them as a child as well. So we also have to look at the things that have kind of happened ancestrally also for women in particular. You know, there's women weren't allowed to have bank accounts. They couldn't have jobs. There were so many things that they couldn't have their own money. And so, and without that, they were tied to their husbands. Sometimes they couldn't even travel, couldn't get driver's licenses, so couldn't vote. There's so many things that were buried in there and money is inside a lot of that as well. So I'm not saying that we have to like solve all of history and, and you know, really like heal the wounds of our ancestors um, because our brains actually won't even let us. Our brains are so wired to survive that thriving doesn't even come into it. It just wants things to stay the same because the sameness has kept us alive and that's its remit. It's to that reptilian brain is survive, survive. We don't, you know, whether you are happy, it's almost irrelevant. It's all about survival. So if we want to make changes to that so that we can move from surviving to thriving, they have to be smaller incremental changes step by step getting us there. So we couldn't deal with all of that emotional um, trauma, even if we wanted to, um, unless we do it little by little. 
and you can do that. And there's a number of modalities that help, but the way that I do it with clients is to work on belief systems and actually becoming aware of it and conscious of it uh, because it's one of those things where unless you're aware of a problem or something, you can't do anything about it. So starting to to notice or tuning into the words that we use, the feelings in our bodies around money and and actually write it down. Because there's so many thoughts that come in and out of our minds that at the end of the day, we have an impression of something and there's a seed often that's been planted, but we haven't really got the true understanding of what that belief is. Now, I do have a, a free beliefs, um, like kicking kicking the negative beliefs out of your life um, document. So if you would like to have a look at that, you can have a look at the resources section on my website. Um, but in terms of what you can really do right now is just write them down. Start to be aware, conscious, tune in and write them down. So that's the first step. Then comes getting clear. Clarity is really something that is highly, well, underrated from my perspective, because I feel like we don't ever get the chance to understand what it is that we want. Our lives are either we follow the patterns of the past or we repel the patterns of the past that we've witnessed our parents and other people doing, but they're still not our choices. They're a choice made based on what something else or someone else has done or said. So making it a really deliberate, conscious decision of, well, what do I want and why do I want it? And and making it a very sensory experience. So I have a meditation that I've recorded where it really goes through, you know, how, how does the lifestyle that you want make you feel? How does it smell even? How does it taste? How does it sound? How does it look? All of those things come into it. You know, do you hear water running? Do you hear traffic noises? Because some people like the idea. Um, I'm I'm a city girl, but I, you know, there's a limit to the num- amount of noise. But but still, how do you want that lifestyle to be for you on your terms? I I, I watch this lady on Instagram, and I love seeing her stuff. She has a tiny home on acreage somewhere in, I don't know if it's Southern Queensland or Northern New South Wales in Australia. And she's even built like a mini kind of pool, plunge pool with a a pond next to it. It's her and her dog. And they have a pat, like a little um, patio balcony kind of a thing. And it's just so beautiful and simple. And I have to admit, I look at that sometimes and go, oh, that looks so lovely. So, But she's done a very, made a very deliberate decision about the lifestyle that she wants and she's gone after it and made it happen. And that's that's what I'd love everybody to be able to do is to make that conscious choice, not just buy the car or the house because that's what's expected. And the thing to remember is because having done a lot, I started my personal development journey in my late 20s and I didn't meet my husband until my mid-30s. And I, I didn't realize at the time the difference in how I could just make my own decisions and I could just use my intuition. I, ha- I wasn't overly conscious of the, of the choices necessarily I was making, but I was using my gut. When you start to make decisions with somebody else, a partner and money is often a cause of great friction. Um, it starts to be like, well, I can't just say, well, this, my gut says, says this because the other party, and in my case, my husband's an engineer. It doesn't, that's not a good enough sort of uh, explanation for things. So I had to actually start to become conscious, like, well, because I wanted this because of that. And then, then you can start the conversation from a place of actual reality rather than just, well, so-and-so does that and -and so-and-so doesn't do that. Well, this is how you do it. Or this isn't how you, like, it just, it becomes a very, very nebulous conversation. It's not based on anything real um, or anything that's specific to you and your needs and wants. So that's where it's really important to get clear so that you know what decisions that you need to make. And 
once you've started to delve into your beliefs, challenge them and worked on starting to change them, and then you actually are clear on the, the kind of lifestyle you want, you do need to have visibility of your finances. And hopefully the reaction you have to that would be lessened by the time you've gone through those other steps. You could call it a budget. I personally have a little bit of an iffy relationship with the word budget. So I often use the word cash flow management. It's essentially the same thing, um, but it just somehow sounds a bit better to me. So you you use whatever term works for you, um, but having a view of what money's coming in and when, and what money is going out and when. Some are regular, some are irregular. A lot of our expenses these days are regular. The irregular ones are the impulse purchases. Um, and yes, we can control those. Sometimes there's things that come up that we just can't foresee. And that's that's that part of it as well. And this is why I always say it's good to have a buffer fund. It can be called an emergency fund. I like the word buffer. Again, words have impact as well. So um, yeah, so that that's really important to have that view for your business finances as well as your personal finances. Because without that visibility, it makes it really hard to know where to make changes and what's going on. So having that view is very good, <laughs> very, very helpful. Um, so then when you see, once you've got that view, you've actually got information available to make some decisions about what changes need to, to be made in your life. So you can start to go, oh, okay, I didn't realize I spent that much on publications or books or networking events or masterminds or whatever it happens to be, you can start to look at, at what things are actually costing or on my website, or this that that costs that costs a lot more than it or on on editing my podcast or my socials. I didn't realize I was spending that much. Quite often it just happens and we, you know, we incrementally make decisions um, and we haven't actually taken a step back to look at the big picture. And that's what this is about. And it's really, really important. So then you can start to make decisions or you can go, you know what, I need to invest more in this area of my, my business and my life. Um, I, I haven't taken a decent holiday in however many years. I need to make sure that some of my money is going into an account for a holiday. So you can start to really make better decisions, more deliberate decisions that are aligned with the lifestyle you want and that your beliefs are being met. And then your habits, which is your behavior, it flows and is aligned with that as well. So it all starts to really, really come together and become so much easier. The decision-making process just becomes, I wouldn't say seamless, but it, is, it comes with a lot more ease. And then you can take action. Step five. So it's really, really important to actually then start to implement all these things, working towards what you're visualizing as your lifestyle and then making sure that you're questioning your beliefs and because they will come up over and over again as well. So have the ability to be conscious and aware and challenge them and then look at your cash flow management on a regular basis or your budget. And, and then and make sure that things are happening the way you are expecting them to happen as well. Um, and then if things are coming in too often off from the side, you're like, okay, what's going on here? And you can start to question it once you have the information. It does make it really hard when you don't. Um, and then just regularly, if you want to save regularly, consistent action is really the key to money. Um, save regularly, invest regularly, review regularly. It really, really is important. And this isn't something that you can outsource. You can get help to help you put it together. I do this quite a lot with my clients. I help them with their cash flow management. I help them with their mindset and beliefs and all of that. So you can get help with it. But ultimately, it's your life and you still need to do this. And an accountant and a bookkeeper can't help you with all of it either. 
So it's just, it's a really good journey to get started on. And once you get into it, you'll realize it's actually not that hard and you'll be questioning why it took you so long to get into it in the first place. Trust me, we're going to move that emotional dial um, into ease. Might not necessarily create excitement. I don't expect everyone to get as excited about a spreadsheet as I do, um, but it will at least be easier and you'll have more confidence in the decisions you're making and the direction you're going and your ability to actually direct your life and your business and your finances so that you get where you want to go because you'll start to have the clarity of where that even is. Otherwise, we just kind of live, time passes, and we kind of go, oh, how did I get here? We don't want that. So just to recap, the first step is to challenge your beliefs and stories. The second step is to get clear on the lifestyle that you want. The third step is to have that view of your your cash flow so that you actually know what's coming in. So you're informed about what is going on with your finances, just at a very basic inflow outflow level. And then number four was about taking, you know, making some decisions about what you need to change based on step three, which is actually knowing what's going in and out. So you can start to question where things are, readjust plans for things, look at how, you know, how everything's structured. You need to, you know, talk to your insurance company. You start to be able to see where you can maybe make some tweaks. And then number five is taking action. So I hope you found that helpful and useful. And if you have any questions about any of this, please reach out because I I really want money to be a lot more simple um, and easy uh, for as many people as possible and especially in your business and your personal life. Okay. Enjoy the rest of your day.